0: From WNYC Studios. Welcome back to Snap Judgment, the misguided episode. My name is Lynn Washington, and for our final story, we send our own Stephanie Fu on assignment into the digital realm. Snap Judgment.
1: My dad and I didn't have much in common when I was growing up, but we did share one hobby: computer games. We'd play games together where we'd decapitate monsters with names like Putrid Defiler. Now you die. So when I started playing The Sims, he didn't get it. The Sims, for those who don't know, is kind of like playing with a hyper-realistic dollhouse, with mini-people, or Sims, living their everyday lives. I already have to wash dishes and pay bills in real life, my dad would say. I don't need to do it on a computer game and he'd go back to looting villages. But that's just why I liked it. I liked controlling these little people, making them do grown-up things, getting jobs, making money. Okay, let's be honest, I was 12. Mostly I just like to make them woohoo, which is what it's called when two Sims have intimate relations. (laughs) (laughs) I also liked doing things like buying leopard print sofas and starving my children to death. Which sounds heartless, but I'm going to blame my behavior on the game. Sims were almost impossible to feel personal affection for. The Sims AI was pretty terrible back then, and it was hard to actually like your Sims because they were so dumb. you just want them to cook breakfast, and they'd set themselves on fire. If you didn't tell them to go to the bathroom one time, they'd pee all over the living room. And so, after I started to think the funnest part of The Sims was manipulating them to commit suicide, I threw The Sims away and didn't play the game again. And it wasn't long after that that I stopped playing computer games entirely. As I entered adulthood, I learned what actually being a grown-up was all about. It was about making money. and. Maximizing productivity. I work a lot. Sometimes, I don't have time to eat, let alone play video games. In fact, I probably would have never played the game again, unless work asked me to. Snap assigned me a story about The Sims for this episode. While I downloaded the newest iteration of the game, The Sims 3, I read the game's message boards. I was disappointed. A lot of the users were saying The Sims were still super dumb. But I did get a little rush when the game started and I heard the classic kitschy theme song. One of the first things I noticed with the new Sims is I could make a Sim that looked like an Asian girl. And I could even give her an outfit with clothes really similar to ones I have in my own closet. So I decided to make a Sim me, a Sim Stephanie. When it came time to build her personality, my boyfriend helped me pick traits similar to my own. Sim Stephanie is ambitious, very excitable, And, of course, a workaholic. One of her life goals is to be a journalist. And then I saw that The Sims had free will now. There was this slider where you could control the amount of free will they possessed, so they could be more independent and do things like use the bathroom without you telling them to. I gave Sim Stephanie the maximum amount of free will. Then I made a Sim boyfriend for her who resembled my own boyfriend. The first thing I did was I suggested Sim Stephanie flirt with my boyfriend Sim, and thankfully, they started getting really into each other. And then, right before they had their first kiss, my Sim excused herself, ran into the next room, clapped her hands, and did a happy dance, before returning to make out, and This is super embarrassing. But the thing is, I actually did do that in real life before me and my boyfriend's actual first kiss. And then Sim Stephanie continued to do happy dances about many things. Getting a phone call. Bedtime. Her waffles. I laughed but a dark, shameful part of me recognized her behavior as familiar. I started to get self-conscious. Is this how people saw me? I look ridiculous. I mean, God, waffles are super good, but I i think maybe I need to calm down about them. Then Sim Stephanie got her first journalism job. She wanted to be successful so badly that after she came home, she'd still write articles late into the night. But it got to the point where she'd be writing at midnight, and then she'd be miserable and exhausted all of the next day. She'd show up late for work. She'd take it out on her boyfriend. I tried to get her to stop working and go to sleep, but she wouldn't listen to me. So I'd start yelling at the screen, what is wrong with you? You are screwing yourself over. Until I realized, wait a second, I did this in real life yesterday. This was getting creepy, like some meta-nightmare where I had to watch a bird's-eye view of all of my own flaws. In a manic moment of paranoia, I wondered if somehow a chain of meta-meta-juju existed, where perhaps there was an uber-Stephanie watching me and face-palming herself over all the stupid stuff I do every day, yelling, No, no, don't eat those cheese fries, you will break out, no- Ugh. Eventually though, Sim Stephanie fell into a groove, balancing work and life. And her relationship with her boyfriend actually started to resemble my own in this really comforting way. She'd work late, but since he was less work obsessed, he'd play guitar into the night, serenading her and making her snacks. I kind of felt like I appreciated my real boyfriend more watching it. But what was the deal here? Everyone on the message board said that the Sims 3 AI was terrible. So I went back and reread the comments from the disappointed users. None of the parents got a single promotion. My Sims will spend a lot of time woohooing. Like, three or four times a day.
0: I discovered my Sims flirt with people who aren't their partner when I'm not controlling them. Unhappy face.
1: Sims have always had problems surviving or doing anything without help. The message from the developers is clear. Free will is a very, very bad thing. Control your Sims at all times. And they did. Many of the players took away their Sims' free will. Not really because the Sims 3 AI was bad, because it was so good. They saw themselves in their Sims and they didn't want themselves to fail. I thought there was something incredibly dark about that. I don't believe in fate myself. I like to believe that I control my own destiny, so I thought I was above that. I wouldn't take away Sim Stephanie's free will. Until one night, Sim Stephanie had been working really hard for several days and her happiness levels were low. She desperately wanted to have fun She started playing computer games to relax for a couple hours. But I knew that if she completed this one task by tonight, she could get a promotion and a huge raise tomorrow. I thought, we could really use the extra cash. I thought, I'd like her to be a little more productive. And that little slider was just begging to be slid. So I turned off her free will, and I forced her to finish her work. Sim Stephanie did what she was told, but her happiness plummeted. She sat there, resentful, exhausted, miserable. And I knew exactly how she felt. I felt like I just punched myself in the gut. I had taken away Sim Stephanie's free will as punishment for playing computer games. And I was playing computer games right now. I was supposed to be so much smarter than Sim Stephanie. Sim Stephanie stayed up all night once because she couldn't find the bed. But even she knew that finding the next big story was not worth sabotaging her own happiness. Even Sim Stephanie knew that she didn't need any more fancy couches. Sim Stephanie knew how to be a human, knew how to be a happy grown-up. better than I did. She, I, we know now That happiness, it comes first. And sometimes it's okay to just relax. Maybe even play a computer game.
0: Thank you, Stephanie Fu. Original score by Leon Morimoto. It's that time And if you missed even a moment of amazing Life-changing storytelling Do yourself a favor Subscribe to Snap Judgment Podcast Fly your snap flag high And if you like what you heard Or if you hate it desperately With a furious passion Let me know on the Twitter The Instagram, the Facebook Look for Glenn G-L-Y-N-N Washington You'll find it The fabulous looking black man And if you like your storytelling in the dark of night in partnership with Luminary Media, get the Snap Judgment Presents Spook Podcast, all new 26-episode season. Be afraid. Snap Judgment is brought to you by the team that will never leave you alone. To wander in the middle of the street, make some noise, if you would, for the best Boy Scout ever, the Uber producer, Mr. Mark Ristich, Pabrissina Miller, Anna Sussman, Renzo Gorial, Shayna Sheedy, Liz Mack, Eliza Smith, Leon Morimoto, Laura Newsom, <gasps> Mercer Dodge. Flo Wiley, Nancy Lopez, John Facile, Nika Singh, Teo Dukat, and even though this isn't the news, the waste news. In fact, you could rent a recording studio, hire the best producer, sing your heart out for your debut album, only to realize, no matter what mama says, you are a horrible singer. It's terrible. You could do all that. And you would still not be as far away from the news as this is. But this is. W-N-Y-C